What's up, HealthSource? This is Dr. Brady Schuyler with another episode of the HealthSource podcast, Learning From Our Own, where we hear HealthSource best practices and experience sharing from our doctors for our doctors. Hey, HealthSource, this is Dr. Brady Schuyler with another episode of the HealthSource podcast, Learning From Our Own. And this uh, episode, we have Dr. Sarah Jacobs, who is down in, at HealthSource in Huntsville, Alabama. Welcome, Dr. Sarah. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you so much. I'm so honored uh, to be on your podcast. No, it's, 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 you've been in HealthSource for a while. You've been very involved. You, you've been in the mastermind group for a while. Um, you've been on the, uh, even with the... Um, uh, the group uh, with the different health source. Um, what, what's the what's the name I'm trying to think of FAC? that we work together? FAC? What's that? The FAC. Yes, the so franchise, the advisory yeah. committee. Yes, the <laughs> FAC is the abbreviation. So you know, it's awesome that you've been you know so involved for a long time, and you have a lot lot to share with health source. So um, first of all, just give us a little bit of background about yourself and you know your clinic or, or as a chiropractor, something relevant you'd like to share. Sure. Well, a lot of people don't know this, but I actually, um, chiropractic is my second career. I started off as a school teacher um, in Hollywood, Maryland. Um, And while I was teaching, I was um, competing in fitness competitions and kept getting injured. And it was actually a chiropractor that got me back to sport. And from there, that's when I just fell in love with chiropractic. Went to school, um, did an associate with a a uh, doctor down in Birmingham and l- learned a lot, but also left that experience burned on chiropractic, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. My husband and I moved to Huntsville and we started our family and um, I had two girls. And once my second was born, my husband was like, you need to get a job. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't, didn't want to, uh, to be perfectly honest. I the last thing I wanted to do was to be a chiropractor. And I remember, and I, uh, an opportunity with a health source here in North Alabama at our harvest location. I remember I had a job interview. I was sitting in the parking lot, talking to my mother-in-law, telling her how I didn't even want to go in. And she's like, well, you just need to go in. At least it's a good experience. And I tell you what, the second I walked through the doors, everything that I thought was lacking in chiropractic, I found in health source. And I walked through the doors and immediately said to myself, crap, um, getting back into chiropractic. And you know what? <laughs> I have not looked back since. Like it has been, you know, there's some crazy stat about, I don't know if it's like 80% of female chiros leave the field within five years. Like mm-hmm. I was that doctor and then health source brought me back and I'm forever grateful for that has changed the entire trajectory of my life. Um, and yeah, it was I just, did not know that. I really, yeah, I, isn't I did that not crazy? that you were a teacher. a teacher to start off with. And then you didn't even yeah. want to get back into chiropractic. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't even aware of that about you. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So that's a huge testimony for HealthSource that um, it's just completely changed my life for the better. That's, yeah, uh, well, and you obviously you still uh, take very good care of yourself. You've seen uh, Dr. Jacobs. Um, she's still very fit. She's still got some pretty good pipes on her. Um, well, thank you. So it's, yeah, it's awesome. So tell us something about in your area. I mean, you, you have quite mm-hmm. a few chiropractors. You can have quite a few health source offices in your general area. 
what's mm-hmm. something unique about you, about your clinic, about um, your location, something that you, when you're out in the community, sets you apart from, from the different chiropractors or different mm-hmm. like uh, uh, health-related fields? Um, well, I will say for sure the culture of our office has always, I've just been able to assemble phenomenal teams um, that just have this warm heart caring for patients, which a lot of our health source offices do. But I tell you what, and this is probably, um, and I'm just going to um, say this, that this is, you know, my belief system, I'm not projecting this on anybody else, but I made a very specific mind shift a few years ago. So many people know my husband went through uh, cancer a couple of times. And during that time, I consciously made a mind shift that uh, my purpose in life is to serve God by serving my patients so that they could fulfill their God's purpose. And in doing so, it was this mind shift where now um, my team were there to serve others. And we start our each huddle and each shift we start in prayer sometimes it's short and sweet sometimes you know it ends with us crying crazy um but it's always just making sure that we put god first and then in serving our patients and that little shift has gotten us through this whole crazy covid um we've lived faith over fear um trusting that everything was going to work out for the best and um and it's really been working for us that's, uh, yeah, I've never, I mean, I've had some people bring up, you know, having some spiritual side or religious or prayer or meditation as, as some of the things that, you know, keep them grounded and keep them um, inspired and motivated. But at the same time, I've never heard it, you know, brought in into a team uh, focus like that. So that's really, really cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, so tell me, you've been in HealthSource now for how many years? Seven, eight? Uh, let's see. I was at our Harvest location from 2012 until 2013. And then I opened my own clinic in Huntsville in 2013. So we're going on seven years in my yeah. person, yeah. in my clinic. You, mm-hmm. you've, so you've been in the system for quite a while. You've been through different changes within the system. What are some things that, you know, you know, you probably should be doing but you've been <laughs> a little hesitant to do, whether it's a, a health source system, you know, personally that you're trying to implement, you know, g- give me, or, or should they give uh, the listeners something that, uh, that, that to make, you know, some, that you're real, that you're human, that you have, oh, yes. you know, what are some things that you, you have been a little reluctant to implement? Okay. So, and I will say it's not necessarily resistance or reluctance, but more, I think, most docs in HealthSource would agree that we are juggling a lot of things. Like there's a lot going on. And, um, and I have done a much better job of prescribing supplements to new patients and where we have been dropping the ball. And, it's, and I just have a hard time keeping it at the top of consciousness sometimes is following up that we have a lot of patients who buy supplements in the beginning, and then they never get their refills. And so um, things we are going, that we are trying to put in place, but mm-hmm. it's still struggle, complete struggle bus, to be honest, mm-hmm. is um, asking patients as they're checking out, do you need to refill on any supplements? And mm-hmm. 
Um, for day six, I'm supposed to be asking patients, how are your supplements going? So we're trying to add in more conversations. I'm not resistant. I just don't always remember. <laughs> right. No, it's, that is, that is a challenge. And we've, we've tried to come up with different creative ways, you know, system-wide to try to help remind that we're still working on some <laughs> things to do it, you know, to find some, <laughs> some types of reminders or some, some tools within the HS work software to help bring these things, you know, to uh, more of a in your face type of an awareness. So it's not something right. you have to remember or something that you have to go back and look in documentation to figure out what you gave or what you recommended or something like that. But yeah, it's, it's uh, something that, you know, <laughs> patients do tend to forget about. And if, you know, they're even a check on if they're taking them, right? Not just if you sold them right. or they need refills, but hey, are you taking them? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, we were high-fiving ourselves in the beginning, like, look at all these patients buying all the supplements. And then when we realized that they weren't refilling, it was poor, poor communication on our part that it was not just take yeah. the bottle once and you're done or even checking to see if they are actually taking it. So yeah. it's a work in progress. Well, hopefully we'll come up with some better solutions system-wide to make that more effective tool for everybody. So it's a, it's not just a you problem. It's a, <laughs> it's a need that a lot of doctors different have. So uh, tell us something from the marketing side of things. I mean, you, you have, you know, a very decent sized practice, a couple hundred patient mm -hmm. visits a, uh, a week. So mm -hmm. um what is something that you've always done to get your prospects? I mean, I just kind of knowing a little bit about your clinic, I'd imagine you probably average between 20 and 25, maybe close to 30 page, uh, new prospects um, any given month. So what's mm -hmm. something that you have been able to fall back on and do to help generate those, those prospects? So one thing that has really worked in our favor that we were doing before COVID was an, a thing is... Each week we have dedicated, and this has been a health source system forever, and, and, and I think a lot of docs aren't doing it, unfortunately, because I feel like they're leaving things on the table that they're missing out on. We have revolving dedicated days that are true got pain cards where we're, we're handing out the card and the coin right now, and we'll switch which day we're doing that. And so that will be one day. And then the next day we have a review day where we're specifically asking patients for Google, Facebook, all the reviews. Um, so that way that we keep our internal referrals really high, which has been very key during COVID. Um, and then I always will throw as much money as possible um, to, for marketing in terms of like all the social media and all the internet based mm -hmm. stuff. So I was, and you know, there is a tipping point, you know, I was a startup clinic and for years I had to hustle it where I was doing stress break massages and doing all the things. And then I got to that tipping point where I had enough of a patient base where then you mm -hmm. start the patient referrals become more uh, like easier to get and those types of right. things. So there's, there's different stages and I feel like I've been through many different stages, but um, one thing that has stayed constant, no matter what are the got pain days and review days. And then we post on Facebook every day and then we throw extra money at, um, what corporate does. No, you're exactly right. Cause we, we have meetings and we look at where the different prospects are coming from and there has been a, a, a huge shift. And especially when, when doctors have seen the increase in, in volume from the, from the digital, um, yeah recruitment you know that they're hey it's easier i can do all this stuff but 
you know, and, and so, yes, you can replace some of the external stuff that you can't do right now with that. But you're mm-hmm. right. There's not enough people asking for the referrals. And, and, I, and I think they're just not as disciplined as you are in creating a, a system for it and sticking to it and making a big deal out of it. And that, you know, we used to do it. So we would because we were in that same way when I used to practice we would actually hang and we would punch a hole in the got pain card, tie it to a ribbon, to a, a helium balloon and, oh, and, and awesome. hang them all over the office. So virtually patients would walk in and there'd be dozens of helium balloons um, in the ceiling, like up against the ceiling. So they could not be, be avoided. They could not like not see that and be like, oh, what's that for? Oh, good. Glad you asked. Here, one balloon's for you. There's a couple of got pain cards. And, uh, and it was just a way to, to make sure that you stuck to the, the plan and yes. always that every, every single person, whether it's a review day and having a plan that you can completely make every patient aware of, or whether it's handing out gut pain days is just making it something that, uh, you, you really stick to and it's not, you just don't half-ass it. Yes. I love that. That's great. Um, no, that's, that's, that's awesome. I love that, especially with this coin promo that they've been doing. Um, a lot of patients just think it's really cool. Uh, and just the idea, the concept of it. And, yes. uh, and so I, I think it's just, it, you know, not just having a, the, the habit of doing it, but it, it's this new coin idea concept. It really makes a kind of a cool sensation with the patients and they're more likely to share it. And, uh, um, and hopefully, you know, the offices will, will take your, your experience and build that into their marketing calendar and be more disciplined with it. Yes, it pays off for sure. Speaking of discipline, my last question I tend to ask all of our doctors is something that you do for your own personal growth, your own personal motivation, inspiration, what, what drives you? So some docs and health source may have heard of this already, but um, myself and several of my friends that are in the mastermind, we have started doing a program called 75 Hard. Um, it is a program Andy Frisella started. So um, if you're not familiar with it, I highly recommend you check out his podcast. I will say he cusses a lot. So just take that with a grain <laughs> of salt. Um, but basically the program is for 75 days, you have to do um, a number of things. Um, you have to work out twice a day for 45 minutes. One of those workouts has to be outside. You have to follow a diet of some sort. You have to drink a gallon of water. You have to read a um, non 10 pages of a nonfiction book. Um, you can't have any treat, uh, cheat meals, no alcohol. I feel like they're, oh, and you have to take a progress picture every day. And, um, and so, through, and this is like right up my alley. I mean, I love a challenge. Um, I love mm-hmm. pushing myself almost to the point where like, I have to be careful. Um, but through this whole journey, and I did have to start over at like day 25 because I realized I'd calculated my water incorrectly and I wasn't drinking a whole gallon. So I started over now I'm <laughs> around day 50 after having started over. But the one thing that has come out of this whole thing that completely surprised me is I do my, um, outdoor workout. I just walk for 45 minutes. Um, and I listen to different podcasts and I have never been a podcast person because I don't sit down long enough to just sit and listen to a podcast. Mm -hmm. But when I'm walking and listening, I have found some great entrepreneur, um, type podcasts. I found several different ones that just kind of feed my brain while I'm also Mm -hmm 
feeding my body physically. So that has just been such a joy. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I go in spurts. It's times when you get hooked on them and you find either a, a new um, a new a person who puts out a podcast or they had a guest on and then all of a sudden you, you know, somebody that you've already been listening to and then you start you know following the guest because yes. what they had said really resonated with you. Um, yep. You know, it's, yeah, it was, uh, it's interesting. Anyone that you would like to just share as kind of a new uh, favorite podcast. Uh, um, I don't know. What do you, what do you, what do you actually call them? A podcast uh, uh, person, a podcaster, <laughs> you know, somebody, yes. somebody that's been recently motivating for you. Yes. Ed Milet is my yeah. absolutely favorite. I could listen to him day in and day out. Um, I am just, in all of him, I admire him. I love what he stands for. Um, and I just, I will eat up anything he puts out. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, well, and him and um, Andy Frizzella, don't they do a, a group together? Don't they kind of work yes. in, in conjunction professionally? But Yes, and, and which is so is, funny. Go ahead. I listen to, I listen to Ed as well. My only challenge is every episode is like an hour. And then sometimes you want to listen to it on audio and he's got a YouTube version that he kind of references some pictures or some scenery or something. And you're like, dang it, I wish I would have went to YouTube to watch it. But <laughs> yes. um, sometimes I wish you'd have, you know, smaller ones, but I've, I've heard some really great guests on there that just wowed me, you know? Yes. Um, yeah, I yeah. agree. I do. I do enjoy listening to him as well. All yeah, right. Well, anyway. Oh, I was just going to say, um, anything else that you would like to, uh, to share or uh, words of wisdom, any last things that you would like to, to share before we wrap this one up? Uh, no, I mean, I just, I just encourage everyone to stay, even as we're still dealing with COVID, just stay faith over fear and just keep on chopping wood. I love it. Yeah, that's all you can really do, right? Is just keep your yes. nose to the grindstone, just do what you can do. And, uh, you know, don't blame, don't, don't, you know, come up for excuses, mm -hmm. just do what you can do and see what you can do better. See what you can do more of and keep on chopping wood. That's great. Yep. I love it. All right. Well, thanks, uh, Dr. Jacobs. <laughs> I appreciate you taking the time. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks again for listening. If you want to be a guest on a future episode or would like to nominate another doctor to be a guest, please feel free to email me, Dr. Brady Schuyler at bschuyler at healthsourcecairo.com.